Thank you so much for joining me today on Triumphant Victorious Reminders with Teresa Ann. Um, on this video that you're about to see, I, I look a little disheveled, so just try to bypass that and just listen in on what I actually get to receive as I'm recording. And it's really, just so you remember, the Triumphant Victorious Reminders were for me so that I would just retain and hold tightly to the, the, the beauty of our God. And so, you know, there's a saying and it goes something like this. Too often we glance at the blessings and we gaze at the difficulties, but we need to switch it around and we need to gaze so deeply at the blessings of God and who he is more than anything and glance at the difficulties. And so with that, I want to highlight 1 Peter 3 today. And so that is what's coming up next. Honor to a whole nother level. And he speaks to the wives and he speaks to the husbands. He speaks to Christians. Then he speaks speaks about suffering for doing good. So he lays this foundation of how we treat one another so that when suffering comes, we're trained for it. Because if we can't honor those that are closest to us and those that we love, then what's gonna happen when suffering happens? We'll definitely dishonor. So what I thought was interesting about this whole honor thing, especially in first Peter three. So here's verse 13 of chapter three. Now who will want to harm you if you are eager to do good, but even if you suffer for doing what is right, God will reward you for it. What I love about that is in other words, it doesn't go unnoticed by God. So don't worry or be afraid of their threats. Instead, you must worship Christ as Lord of your life. And if someone asks about your hope as a believer, always be ready to explain it. But do this in a gentle and respectful way. Keep your conscience clear that if people speak against you, they will actually be ashamed when they see what a good life you live because you belong to Christ. So I love that. Because you belong to Christ, something happens. You live such a great life that anyone who talks about you will be ashamed. Remember, it is better to suffer for doing good. If that is what God wants, then to, uh, if that is what God wants, then to suffer for doing wrong. Christ suffered for our sins once for all time. He never sinned, but he died for sinners to bring you safely home to God. That was the purpose. He suffered physical death, but he was raised to life in the spirit. So just as he was raised to life in the spirit, he was also conceived by the spirit in the mother's womb. So it just notice that beautiful, it's a full circle moment. So he went and preached to the spirits in prison. Those who disobeyed long ago when God waited patiently while Noah was building his boat. Only eight people there saved from drowning in that terrible flood. 
And that water is a picture of baptism, which now saves you not by removing dirt from your body, but as a response to God from a clean conscience. That is what baptism does. Baptism for us to step into that baptismal is a response to God from a clean conscience. It is effective because of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Now Christ has gone to heaven. He is seated in the place of honor next to God and all the angels and authorities and powers accept his authority. So remember what I was saying earlier about Peter, like laying down the groundwork for wives and husbands and Christians. And then he lays the groundwork of suffering and you can't suffer properly without first knowing who we must be intimate with so that we know how to conduct ourselves or not even know how to conduct ourselves, but we conduct ourselves in a way that reflects we are intimate with God. Jesus is the perfect example of suffering. He's a perfect example of it. So he's not calling us to do anything he hasn't done and he can only do it by the spirit. He was constantly aware of the father and that's how he was able to do the things that he did. I just love though that God is highlighting that we can suffer properly, that we can suffer in the way that he designed. And in that design is you can, when you suffer, suffering isn't the actual narrative when you're in Christ. Suffering is what people see, but they don't understand it. It's so peculiar to them. How can they be suffering, but still be full of joy? That's the narrative. That's being the light. That's being a light in the midst of darkness. That's overcoming evil by doing good. That's suffering by doing good. And so the whole purpose to that is when people speak against you, even they will have a guilty conscience because they're like, wait, why am I doing that for? I love that. I love the fact that suffering and affliction will happen, but it's not the narrative. The narrative is how are we responding to the suffering? Well, first, the how is first to the who. So the suffering helps us to remember who to respond to. So when we respond to God, the how takes place properly and with such peculiarity that the world says, how, why, why would you do it that way? You could have easily retaliated. Because not only do we know that sowing a seed of curses will only return to us and to our children, but we know that God is not just in the right now. He's in the future. And so he knows all of our moments of obeying him leads to a great reward of not just benefits of him, but actually getting to know him. How often have we gotten to know God even more in the midst of suffering? I know that's happened for me. Yes, we can acknowledge God in the midst of the blessings, but sometimes those blessings can be so distracting that we actually say things like this, I don't really need God. What a lie. No, you need God, even in the blessings, to know how to handle the blessings, to know how to release them, to know how to hold on to them loosely, because the favor that's been extended to us is not to hoard or to hold on to or say, look how favored I am, 
but it's to extend. That's what I wanted to share today. Thank you so much for hanging in there and listening to this video in its entirety. And I am so grateful if you would share my channel with others. Until next time, remember, we have a choice every day to focus and gaze at the triumphant, victorious reminders of who God is and what he has done in our lives.